There once was a little girl who really loved dolls. She had a big collection of them in her bedroom. One day, while she was browsing from a shop on her own, she spotted a really beautiful doll. It would make a perfect addition to her collection. She only hoped she had enough money to buy it. How much is that doll, ma'am? She asked the old woman behind the counter. This doll is not for sale, replied the woman hastily. But it's so beautiful, said the girl. I really want it. The old woman became irritated. I told you, it's not for sale. Why not, persisted the girl. Because the doll is cursed, replied the old woman. Well, that's okay. I don't mind, said the little girl. I'm not going to sell it to you. But if you really must have it, go ahead and take it. It's yours, but if something bad happens, don't blame me. Ah, yes, thank you, said the girl, smiling as she grabbed the doll and walked out of the shop. The little girl was so delighted to get the doll for free that she ran all the way home carrying it in her arms. When she got to her apartment building, she went into the lobby. It was deserted. She stood there waiting for the elevator to arrive. The doors opened and she stepped inside clutching her new doll tightly. The doors closed, but the elevator did not move. The little girl got scared and began trembling with fear. Oh God, she thought to herself, is this the curse of the doll? Suddenly, she felt the doll move in her arms. Ever so slowly, its head creaked and turned to face her. The little girl wanted to scream, but she couldn't make a sound. The doll's eyelids fluttered and opened. It stared at her with its lifeless glass eyes. Then its mouth opened and it said, Push the button to go up, bitch. <laughs> Mad 8 Monday, episode 12. Woo! Welcome. Welcome. I was going to say, I wasn't aware that was going because I was thinking, <laughs> what a stupid, irresponsible woman saying, you can have the curse, doll. Just take it. <laughs> she, she just didn't want to be held liable, like, no refunds. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, who tells the kid it's cursed? You'd be like, not for sale, sorry. Not for sale. Or, or you can what? make any reasoning. Or just don't display yeah, the fucking doll. waiting to pick it up for you. you just, just fucking hide the doll. Why is the doll on display? Oh, that's true, if yeah. you're not selling it, get it the fuck out. Yeah. Anyway, welcome everyone. Episode 12. Um, that brief sort of story brings us uh, hot into our first topic. <laughs> Wait, isn't there a, um, what's that one with the woman? The doll, the mini doll, that's locked in the cabinet, and they're um, in that place, and then they undo the cabinet, and it gets out, and it goes all fucked until they put it back in the cabinet again. Annabelle. Yeah, one of, what's that Annabelle film called? Annabelle Creations. Yeah, I think it might have been that one. I think it was Creations where it went through that. Mm, it's quite, quite what, creepy. Kind of what you was saying in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Press the button to go up, bitch. 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 So, I'm, uh, I'm going to skip the how we doings for the minute, and um, let's dive right into ghosts. Dum, now dum, I've dum. got every hair prickly. Wind blowing outside. Owl hooting in the tree. I took a while to get the noise from there. Like a dove. <laughs> so, boys, oh, see What do we think? What do I think of what? Paranormal ghosts. See, I don't know. It's one of those ones, isn't it? You got to believe in everything and nothing at the same time. Because mm. who knows? J Dog, Big J. I'm very much a, a non-believer until there's solid proof. I'm not going to believe Well, a tennis ball can't really believe in much anyway, can it? It just gets batted around all the time. You know what I mean? Bit invalid. Bit invalid. <laughs> nah, in all seriousness, I know what you mean. Until there's sort of evidence or proof, then it's hard to believe. But then at the same time, all science was, at, at first, with most ideas, was, you know, uh, a numerous amount of anecdotes that they kept researching until some became true. So this subject has got so many contributing factors to it because you've got people that say they've heard shit, they've seen shit, or they've, I don't know, felt it, they've heard people speak to it. I don't know, there's so many fucking avenues to go down. It depends which way you go down and how you view it. Like people that say they've seen faces and stuff. Because you can go down the route as well, like what if they've had lack of sleep? Like mm -hmm. when you had lack of sleep, you could start mm -hmm. seeing shit. See, that's, that's interesting because it brings me on to, there was a topic I was reading that... Um, People assume there's two main types of ghosts or there's two sort of rational reasons for ghosts. Uh, and one is spirits of the dead who get lost. All right. So that's that's essentially one one theory. The other theory 
relates to pretty much what you're saying, and that's telepathic entities projected into the world from our own mind. So essentially, our mind is playing tricks on us. Yeah. Now, whether that's hallucinations, lack of sleep, lack of water, um, brain starved of oxygen, there could be numerous reasons for it. Um, and also, like confirmation bias in a sense, because someone actually did tell me a story today that when they was younger, they thought they saw a face, mm-hmm. and their their parent actually agreed with them that they thought they saw a face too. Fucking hell! So in that sense, that could be confirmation bias. It's like fuck me, it looks like a face, and then they like might glance at it. They've been told it looks like a face, so then their eyes and their brain maybe could then picture it being. That's a face. that's very true, and it's like when you see a cloud when you're you know with your mates in a field staring up at clouds as you do on a regular. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of you see say in the clouds, oh look at that, can you see that? And you would have never seen it before, and then suddenly you see this cloud that looks like a penis. Yeah. Like, fuck. Because this is the kind of thing that goes like. Because if God's real, then obviously then the devil must be real. So then if you're saying that ghosts must be real, then there must be obviously evil spirits. And then that means you're going to go down like the Luigi board and shit like that. There's like, if, so if you're going to believe in one thing, you've got to then actually be open to everything else. Then Did you say Luigi board? <laughs> Luigi board. Luigi board. How are you spelling Luigi board? Luigi. O-U-J-A in it. Ouija board. Well, whatever you say. Tomato yeah, tomato. but it just sounded like you said Luigi. <laughs> Luigi board. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you played the Mario board? <laughs> the plumber board actually so listen in uh i know what you're saying in in 2019 46 of americans believed in ghosts now that's a higher percentage yeah, of our so. population yeah. granted that's just america that believes in paranormal um with what you said being ghosts bad spirits good spirits and my personal beliefs i don't know if i believe in ghosts as much as it's an eerie pale opacity sort of figure that you can see through i think i believe more in terms of energies there's, there's so is that energy not active life is it just something that's maybe been left behind like for example if you got shot in the head and it's going to leave reminiscence on the wall potentially potentially yeah so is it kind of a similar thing like the energy's just been left over from you because it's not like like do you know how you get the films where they have like i don't know it's in star wars or other films like that when they then speak to like a hologram of mm. their previous like re- relative and um, in the... What the fuck is that? A spider. I thought it was a daddy long legs. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, fucking lost my train of thought. What was I going? Um, what was he saying? About Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they have, like, <laughs> holograms and shit. And yeah. they could talk to these holograms, and these holograms respond to them, but they're dead. They don't this is, They don't even know nothing like this is going on. This is just something that they obviously extracted to then they'd be able to send the message and then relay it to them. Mm. I can't remember there's a film where he presses the piano. Total Recall. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. happens to me. He talks, talks to it. Like This could be a similar thing like that. It's it's an interesting theory, and particularly the first bit more so than the second bit. The first bit when you're saying, you know, energy left behind. Yeah. And this coincides with what Jordan was saying about not being very much science behind ghosts. Because, in fact, Albert Einstein suggested a scientific basis for the reality of ghosts. And this is based on the first law of thermodynamics. If energy cannot be created or destroyed but can only change form, what happens to our body's energy when we die? Could that somehow be manifested as ghosts or spirits? Well, what I just thought about in my head, actually, when you said that, is like, for example, when the sun dies, it then obviously shrinks down and then it explodes. Mm. So that obviously that energy is all gone like that. So in essence, it could be similar to the story. It's, it's crazy. And obviously, we was watching that programme the other day. The first episode was good. The second went into mediums in a bit of a tangent. But the first one, it was a lot about the NDE. Was that the one where the, the near-death experience? Yeah, was that the one where it said that energy can be captured in things like, yeah. like trees and different shit like that? Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought that was interesting about the near-death experience. I was disappointed they didn't bring up DMT. Um, but yeah, because when we watched that, and I've done a bit like looking at myself, that a lot of these near-death experiences, the experiences that they do actually have, like... They say that like, their time is different. They have no access of time. It's quite like they feel quite comfy. They feel happy and loads of stuff like that. And when I've looked into like psychedelics, there's quite a lot of comparisons to say that these psychedelics are actually the same kind of experiences that you experience when you do die. Mm. So and there's like so many different various variations. You've got like soma. You've got this mushroom. Obviously, uh, what else is there? DMT. DMT is meant to be the the nearest thing we can recreate, isn't it? Because I heard DMT is naturally in our body. Yeah, naturally in our brain. Uh, so what we've made is a 
chemically I wouldn't say, similar formula. I wouldn't say so because it still it naturally exists as well. Because mm, okay. like they say, obviously when the burn the burning man, obviously that burn that was burning the tree and that tree can change. So would you DMT. take it? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I, I think because it, be... it only lasts 50, up to fifteen minutes. Yeah, I think I think I'd be too scared. Um, scared. A, what would I see? And B, I'd be worried that. I mean, we spoke about this before, but I'd be worried that if I was to take it and have this near-death experience or or this experience, this trip, then um, what happens when I actually die? Would I still get one or not? Because yeah, I've I don't think to that part your natural DMT isn't like serotonin. Mm. Serotonin, sorry. It doesn't just deplenish when you're taking it, like something like the likes of, I can't think of what deplenishes it, like MDMA. Mm. When you take it, it releases all your serotonin that's in your brain to create that. Whereas DMT, it's just a natural reaction of your chemical imbalance in your brain that then releases it to. to uh... Yeah, at the same time, though, would it be a case of you've seen it once, you've seen it again, it's not going to be as good? Like you're going to the cinema to see a film you've never seen. No, this yeah, is cool. I don't know if you doubt it's the same experiences. Like you must have got drunk more than once. Each time you got drunk is a different experience. And it's got shitter and shitter. <laughs> Case hangovers do. Point proven. <laughs> hangovers do. Yeah, I guess in that sense it's quite a tough one. I think in the essence of DMT, I'd like maybe just the, as the experiencer to see if it is that spiritual and like kind of side of things. Because mm. on the if you're going to then talk about psychedelics and then we're going to take acid, where well, acid can last up to like eight to twelve hours, I don't think I'd want to do that. Mm. That's fucked mm. up. I just think fucking with the brain. Like the brain is very smart. Yeah. Well, did you hear about that 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 kid in America? I can't remember what the the psychedelic is because there's so many psychedelics that can link to like near death, which then all can link into like religion as well. Um, I think it was called Summer. I might be wrong because there's a few different ones I was looking into, but most of them were from leaves, and it was legal. And this this guy was doing it quite a lot, and he was like jotting down about his like experiences and stuff, and. Uh, he actually ended up dying. I don't know, I think he might have committed suicide. But he's the only one person that's an evidence to commit suicide having this psychedelic. Oh, wow. And they made it illegal. Wow. Whereas how many people die of alcohol? How many people die of so many other things they don't make it illegal? But it's, it's called Brett's Law. Mm. So it's one guy that's died and it's changed the whole... Obviously it's bad, it's a sad story, obviously he died. But so then changed the law just for one... Mm. I think it's that's quite mad. Mm. I mean, I do find they change laws very quick when we're short of understanding. Yeah, yeah. Um... They've done the same for Psalms and stuff like that for bodybuilding. Which don't make sense to me, though, because they've been around for like quite a few, good few, obviously, thousand years because they're just natural growing plants, as most of these people, and then most of these things. And in different countries, like, I'm trying to think, you know, like Africa and different places like that, they do have these, like, remedies and natural teas. Natural and, healing and, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then it is all like these, um, it's part of all that stuff. Mm. And it's all, they used to describe it being like a near death experience. Mm. And then they're saying it has so many sides into religion. And shit like that, and then, then I don't know. Maybe they do coincide in some way, because mm. that energy is is equal across those three paths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't believe in ghosts as a per se figure, but yeah. an energy, I think, is is quite accurate to what I believe. And we we said before, you said anywhere you stand on Earth, people have died before, years back, years and years back. Someone has died there. So someone could counter the argument with the question, well, would it not be too congested? Would there not be ghosts or energy everywhere? You've got sardines. Which, yeah, I understand the logic of that, but at the same time, we don't know what that energy does. That energy could go and become anything else, similar to the Buddhism and the reincarnation. Some of that energy could stay behind. Or if you're an energy, what's stopping you exploring the whole solar system? Yeah. Why would you be trapped to just Earth? If you're an energy now, you know, your soul, what, whatever part of it is that lives on, surely you could explore anywhere. Yeah. So why but, would you stay in the room you got murdered in, for example? Yeah. But then I did watch a film mm. uh, last week, and basically the premise was that when this list girl died, and when she died, she went up to this like it's like a hotel room kind of thing, and it's like an apartment. And then, it, but the woman that she was there with was like a little receptionist lady, and she said, "Right, this is your little place. It's been made specifically for you to make you feel comfortable. You've got two days, and like she sets up this little timer, yeah. and she's got to go back to Earth to, to right her wrongs before she can then pass on." Right, right, right. So obviously that's another theory, isn't it? So not there's maybe there isn't like billions of ghosts. There is just. The ones that haven't passed on yet because they've got shit to sort out. Yeah, and again, that that is actually very similar to the Buddhist belief. So the the Buddhists, obviously, they, they have... 
I think if there's any religion I, I'm most interested in, I wouldn't say I'm a devoted follower, but I do listen to a, a fair amount of Buddhist stuff, and I, I, I think it's the most peaceful and best sort of religion that resonates with me. Now, that's my opinion. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. welcome to believe what they want, of course. I'll, I'll, be, the, I'll be the same as you, because it's more about that energy <laughs> kind of vibe. It's not actually like a higher power or a higher being. Well, uh, Buddhists don't believe in God as such at all, not no. any one person. Now, that they, they believe in, you know, certain people like the Buddha that has been on earth and he become enlightened, yeah. but he's not a god. No. And obviously we worship the Buddha for what he'd done in becoming enlight enlightened and, and showing us the way through like the, the eightfold path. Um, but essentially the Buddhas, they've got four noble truths. Um, so to become enlightened, you have to learn and live by the four noble truths. Um, in layman's terms, they're the, the truth of suffering, so understanding suffering, the truth of the cause of suffering, understanding what's causing you suffering and learning to live with it, the truth of end of suffering, so realising how to get away from that suffering, and then finally, the truth of the path that leads to the end of suffering. So it is, it, although I said layman's terms, it's, it sounds quite complex when you put it like that. It sounds like more or less the same thing four times, but when you actually read about it, it's very different. Um, and they believe in rebirth until enlightenment is, is reached. And then they end up in Nirvana, which Nirvana, I guess, is their version of, of heaven. It's not even depicted as their version of heaven. Nirvana is, is peace. It's is bliss. that like the spiritual enlightenment kind of thing? Yeah. Mm. So once you're enlightened and you've, you know, you've leveled up to there, let's say, then when, when you pass, you go to Nirvana. Now, good actions that you do on your life now lead to a better rebirth. So a better chance at making it to enlightenment and Nirvana. Whereas bad actions lead to a worse rebirth. You've got to think like a reincarnation. So a Buddhist would believe that if they died and they'd done you know, bad stuff or didn't live the, the proper Buddhist way or, or whatever, that they could come back as an ant, for an example, or as a mosquito. Now, coming back as a human gives us the best chance to be good, do right, and obviously reach that enlightenment. Yeah, but I don't, well, the thing that doesn't make sense to me is that you have no consciousness of this. So if you've then been born again as a human and that energy has been passed on, that energy must then resemble something of you in the past because otherwise you could just be born a cunt. 100%. 100%. So some people get deja vu and there's been some recordings of people that say they can recall a past life. Right. Now, that, that's not everyone. I can't. Maybe years back when I was three or four, I might have done who's to say. But at that age... When you're that young, even if you did remember a past life, how would you explain that to anyone? Yeah, that is true. And then if anyone did then try and speak to you, maybe as an adult, you're going to think they're off the trolley. Exactly. And to be honest, I struggle enough now remembering when I was, you know, 11 years old. Last week. Well, last week. Yeah, exactly. So imagine you know all this at two, three, before you can talk or when you just start learning a few words, you want to explain So you might have even forgot by then, I guess. Exactly. You get to 10, 11, 20, you forgot. You forgot your past life, you forgot everything. But I guess, and then if, if you're saying that, then you might remember at those kind of ages, even though you won't really speak language, so I don't know how you would remember. You would maybe remember images, not actual language. Remember feeling. Feeling, Remember yeah. emotion. I guess that they wouldn't have maybe an actual impact on your brain and how you would grow as, as you get older and you develop into a similar kind of person, potentially, I don't know. Potentially, potentially. It's a lot of unknowns to it, isn't it? That's, oh, yeah, of course. That's their belief system, and I think it's kind of a good one to have. I mean, another argument for ghosts and, and I guess, religion is that it's there to sort of keep us grounded, to keep us faithful, if you've just lost someone, obviously, then you might be a very big believer. Yeah, this is in a that. similar thing. They call it the effigens, which mm. are the psychoactive substances, which are uh, alterations in perception, move, consciousness, conscious behaviour, and that spiritual development of religious and magical spiritual possesses. What are they called? Effigens. Effigens. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I've heard this other little fact. I might, I might be well off with this one, but the amount of people that are actually alive today is more than it's ever been alive. Yeah. There's about 6 points, what, 6.8, 6.7 billion? I, I, I'm sure, without even fact-checking that, because we've got no internet at the minute, but I'm sure without fact-checking that, that is 100% correct. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't say that that could be a direct reflection to dismount the Buddhist theory, because like we said, people before could have been... Well, yeah, no, mice, exactly. they yeah. could have been bees, they could, uh, who knows? Oh, yeah, because animals knows? must have existed, didn't they? Or oh, yeah, like I said, I, we could, I could be reborn into an owl or something, that'd be fucking sick. But 
anything, you know? Um, but like, if we're doing that thing mm. where it's in, they got to write their wrongs, for example, does an emu have wrongs that has to write? There's a pigeon. There's a cat. <laughs> well, it's, it's speculation. Who really knows? Because then if you're reborn again as a cat, and you've got to do your life as a cat, you've got to then know that you're doing this up as a cat, and then when that cat dies, does that cat have a spiritual ghost? Because then if that's the case, then Buddhists don't believe in ghosts, then do they? Because then they're going to be reborn, so that spirit's not going to be about. They, they do believe they can be reborn into, like, a demigod, which I guess is similar to a ghost or a spirit as well. Oh, right, so okay. it's like any animal, any human, or, or a demigod. Um, so there is that too. And the other thing is, obviously, a cat being really good and making enlightenment, or a dog... You get cunt dogs, you get cunt cats. Oh, of course. That's just speculation, you know? Um, who's to say? But that is why they say your best chance at reaching enlightenment in, in enlightenment, is doing it as a human. Mm. Um, but I guess then there's also, if you think of it in the bigger picture, if there is nothing, and there isn't anything after then, but what good in, in yourself would you gain from being a cunt in the first place? Even if there is nothing worthy for it, you might as well just enjoy what you do have. Yeah. Yeah, but the trouble is people, some people are cunts, not just because they don't enjoy what they do have, but out of greed, out of lust, mm. out of... Yeah, you know, I guess so. Jealousy. There's, there's a the lot... Seven sins the seven sins. The seven sins. Um, <clears throat> now, whilst I'm not religious, I I'm, I'm, was a Christian. Um, that was sort of from my parents, but obviously my beliefs now are a lot more sort of spiritual in terms of that. Um, I, I do think religion in a lot of respects, well, we know it was put in for a lot of control, right? We can agree on that control. It gave people boundaries before there was laws in a sort of lawless world. So religion was a good thing in terms of that. Um, yeah, that's it. Like back in, I don't know, going back hundreds to thousands of years ago, religion would have been a very good way of controlling the masses. Yeah. Like, you can't do this because, you know... You You'll might... be smited down. Yeah, exactly. Something along those lines. Um, yeah. It's, what's the word for it? Like, God-fearing people. Mm. Stuff like that. So... Mm. No, that does make sense, to be fair. Because they didn't have anything else to turn to or believe in because they thought that was the truth. Mm. And also, yeah, like you say, it also explains, helps people understand things easier. So, like, <clears throat> you might not... Like if they saw lightning in the sky, for example, mm. like that would be scary. Yeah, I guess but it's then, just to rely on things that's unquestionable. Yeah, then if you can say, like the Greeks could say, oh, that's Zeus up yeah. there doing the lightning. They're like, oh yeah, no, that's just all that is. Yeah, I guess because that's imagine someone that like, how many years ago wouldn't know nothing like that, and you see, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. and that would be something just to explain it, just to make him feel better, I guess. Well, the fact the sun goes down and and the moon comes yeah. up every night, mm. like how can you explain that? Yeah, makes sense. Mm. See, uh, bef be I'll come back to this Greek bit in a sec. Before I move on, just one more about the Buddhist thing. The Buddhists do believe that, that Jesus was a person. Right. But not the son of God. Do they, do they, not a they, God. They, they believe he was an enlightened Buddhist. Right? So he came on earth to spread good, spread the word, and then through everything and, and the writings. So do they have a testament then? A testament. Right, because like, obviously... If you think of it like obviously Christianity is Jesus and like uh, a Greeks version of gods, it's uh, obviously it's a diff must be a different story. Yeah, it's it's a different story, um, so and it, it's uh, and it's uh, it's not a book as such. The Buddha has done numerous sort of teachings in his time, and other Buddhists that have sort of all been passed down. Now there is lots of books, scriptures, and literature on it, but there's not like one set. Testament or Bible or Quran or okay. now, more, more just more to what kind of God do they believe in? Is it the same same God, same thing? Like he made someone not blind anymore. He was on the cross. And they they don't believe in a God. You just said a minute ago there was a God. No. Oh, I don't want. They they, they 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 believe Jesus was a person. Oh, Jesus was a person. Buddha, right. They no, don't okay. believe in God as such. They believe in energies and they believe our energy wasn't, goes. Wasn't on. Jesus the one that did get stapled to the cross? Yeah. So they believe that happened then. Uh, I don't know because Jesus being stapled to the cross was not a scripture of the Buddhist. That's Christianity, and that's every other religion has said that and told that story. Yeah, I just I don't know much about Buddha. That's so why. it it would be hard to know whether they believe that is exactly what happened, or that isn't what happened. Um, all that you can sort of read that they know about 
him or have said about him is that he was um, a spiritual man, very spiritual, enlightened, and trying to show people the way. Yeah. In terms of the cross, I, I don't really know, man. Now, did the cross ever happen, or is that just what was scripture to happen? Well, yeah, and also when they say he died and then came back to life again. We're going to make this thing called religion. We mm. need a symbol. We yeah. need a symbol that everyone can follow. There you go. Oh, yeah, so especially saying that he fucking came back to life, because I definitely don't believe in that bit. Mm. There's no mm. way that he went into a cave and died and then suddenly he came back to life again. Was that Easter? Was that why Easter was a big thing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe that bit at all. No, no I do like the, the Buddhist religion, how peaceful it is. And there's a lot of evidence to say that meditating is actually really good for you. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of evidence of that, to yeah. be fair. And like the amount of like, samurais and people like that, they mm. live fucking years. You know, uh, the other thing I'll say is I had some down, stressful fucking hard times maybe last year during COVID, bits like that. And that's when I really sort of started listening to a lot of Buddhism podcasts, reading a lot of books on it. And yeah, it, it's a really cool thing. I'd like to say it's the most peaceful religion. Now, there's probably people out there that would argue that, but from what I know, from what I've seen, from what I've read, it's the one that resonates with me, you know? I think we should take it off this subject briefly because Jordan earlier mentioned Zeus and Greek gods, and I find this interesting because Greek gods, the clue in the name being gods, most religions, aside from Buddhists that don't believe in a god, believe in one god whereas the the greeks where we get most of our things from fair to say um believed in was it 12 gods yeah the greeks believed in many gods like they had gods and then demigods they had like three main ones and didn't they hate them out of like they they thought there was like well not everyone i'd imagine but majority of the time they'd be dickheads wouldn't they be fearful it was yeah. a belief out of fear wasn't it and like yeah, exactly a lot of... like they i think they saw all of the horrors in the world and they realised that if the gods were real, they would have to be... Cunts. Essentially, yeah. They would have to be narcissists or whatever they, they would call them. So essentially, like, we are in a simulation of Sims 4 and someone has taken all the doors away from the garage and then started a fire. Yeah. That's what the gods are doing. Yeah. Essentially. And they should know? view the same, that, the same as the god that everyone else believes in. Because mm. they all think he's as holy mighty, like, does everything good, praise to the God, praise the Lord. He's a cunt and all. Because mm. I showed you guys... That Stephen Fry thing. Actually, yeah, I showed you guys, I think it was yesterday, Yeah. Um, a short clip from Stephen Fry talking about religion. Um, and I think that really resonates with me um, about his feelings on it. And he's, I mean, he's very passionate towards it. Um, I really recommend to go watch it. It's only two, two. Yeah, two minutes. you showed us it, and yeah, it, I think it's decent. It was, it was really good, and obviously, he spoke on letting the the children die and having. Why would you create bugs that eat mm. out children's eyes from the inside from out? The ins which is fucked up. Yeah. The only thing I can refer it to, and again, I don't believe in this religion per se, but in the Bible. Matthew nineteen fourteen, Jesus said, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And it was that saying and that sort of scripture in the book that the good die young, basically, is what we've translated it to. It's not right, and anyone that has lost a child, that is horrible. And it shouldn't matter whether, whether they're two months, six years, 20 years old, a death like that, or anything like that, why is cruelty like that in a world that this, is supposed to be supervised by a god? This just makes me feel like someone's used that as justification. Potentially. Oh, that's, 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 that's pretty fucked up, isn't it? Oh, it's all right. The, the, the young die, it's fine, they go heaven. But that's fucking painful to have bugs. He could have just knocked them out straight away. Yeah, but what, potentially uh, justification, potentially faith. I bet loads of people out there have used that as justification. Yeah. And and like I said, you've got to look on the flip side, faith. So if someone's just lost their child, yeah, like that's that, true. That's they true. look at religion. Yeah. The priest, the first thing you'll be saying is something like that, and that might fill them with. It's not going to make it's it like easier, hope almost, but it's, isn't it? it's it's a bit of hope and a bit of, I I don't know, I don't know, peace of mind. It is horrible and it is cruel as fuck, and shit like that goes on all the time. I bet yeah, I get a lot of people would be it's, so many things would be tough to comprehend without something to to blame almost. Like yeah. Blame it on religion, blame it on that. That's what makes me feel comfortable. Now, no, it's fine. When I die, I go heaven, I'll be right. So yeah. they got something to, you know, dig your head in the sand to everything, yeah. and they can just blame it on religion. Well, I guess a lot of beliefs as well is maybe even so mine with the Buddhism and the spirituality, but the fear of nothingness. 
that could be explained as a, a lot of the reason for any belief. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with that because my biggest fear is that, yeah. to be honest. I just think when I die, it's just going to be the same as before I was born, which is darkness, it's nothing. But the, Yeah, and the way I see it is if the fear of nothingness is fearful enough to move you into any sort of religion that you believe strongly enough to make your life that much better as you go through it, then is that such a bad thing? Yeah. You know? My hope and is just to if, get an android body. Yeah. And if we get to the end of it, and it is all just blackness, then no one's going to be like, ha, told you religion won't <laughs> will. You know, at that point. At that point, you're just going to, even though you won't even know because you're not conscious of it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what the fuck's the point? So... Because there is that to it, though, isn't there? What if that is the case? What is the fucking point? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like to have, you know, you've seen Watchmen, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Comedian, it's just a sort of joke. Yeah. Just got to laugh every day, to be honest. Laugh, laugh the pain away. Yeah. I suppose that... it... Go on, carry on. I was going to say, I mean, it is very um, coincidental, I suppose, that almost every religion believes in an afterlife as well. Yeah. So is that evidence towards there is? Like, well, I just you... think that's evidence to every religion has got to do with drugs. Or is that just evidence to every religion having hope? Well, yeah, that too. Well, yeah. If the worst punishment we can give someone is death, and they're not scared of death, then scare them with the afterlife. Mm. Got and Hades. the thought of going to hell. And the thought of, you know, your sins and purgatory and everything else, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, I 100% know what you're saying. Yeah, I did um, read something earlier, and I think I've lost it now because I wanted to keep it saved. I don't know if I screenshot it or not, but it was to do with like the the Hebrew um, uh, version of it, and uh, I can't find it now. But the the term in the actual book, when you actually look into it and you then um, translate the words from then till now, and you look at it in a thing, it's actually I can't find it, but it did say I'm paraphrasing a bit. Mm. It said something. It is an erect, like flaccid mushroom. Hmm. And that's what they can that Hebrew Hebrew part of it and this stuff like that. But mental. What year was this roughly? What? What year was it roughly? Do you remember? No, I'm trying to find it. Give me a minute and I'll see if I can. A thousand years ago or something. They were talking about Jacob's penis. Because <laughs> 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 you recognise that mushroom, didn't you, in every Disney film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the most common one. I don't know if they should the, the For the listeners, it's a uh, bright red mushroom with white spots. Very yes. Yeah. It's in like nearly mushroom. every Disney animation. Mm. Um, I can't really seem to find it now, but it is definitely somewhere, and it was said to do with the Hebrew thing. I was just reading it earlier. Um, yeah, even it's saying there, Soma, that's a drink for uh, people who did it in India. But yeah, it's, just, it's so fucking... I think mainly I looked into that as well, because it's, it's so comparable to near-death experiences and what they experience. 100%. I, I don't know if it was uh, Mr. Rogan's podcast where they was talking about a lot of religion being born of people hallucinating in the older days where I guess psychedelics were found on the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, the burning man, burning man and the effigy yeah. and stuff like well, that. Well, I don't know. If, did I tell you that? I think I did say it on the podcast when that person experienced three months of a different life. That's crazy. That is, but that it wasn't was DMT. Near-death near experience though, wasn't it? No, it was from a drug. Oh, was he it? He did it live on YouTube. Fucking yeah, is I watched. I was watching it. Uh, well, that video. But I was watching Joe Rogan did a video, and it's like a fourteen-minute clip on YouTube, and it's literally described as drugs and religion, and he does speak about it in there. I think I've still got it loaded. Yeah, Joe Rogan, the link between religion and psychedelics, and he does talk about it in that video about that guy that did take this psychedelic, and I forgot what one it was called now, and um, he did experience three months of a separate life, and then he came out. He got a bit aggressive and that because he got so confused. And then I was discussing, wait, did he come back to this life? Which one was reality? Mm. If he did actually experience that. Yeah, you, you'll have to um, send me that clip. And yeah, like you're saying, which one is reality? Who's to say he wasn't living in the other life completely? Yeah. And something swapped over and then he's like, what the fuck? What like is his body? Slided what through doing? that like, spiritual... Energy just yeah. swapped. Like crazy. Because there's so many things you can't explain shit like that. Mm. Well, um... So we've done... Wait, before you do go anywhere, I'm just going to just quickly spare off. Have you ever had any experiences that you felt like you may have seen a ghost or something like that? Uh, I've, I'm going to be a bit of a disappointment here because the paranormal really interested me when I was younger. And me and friends, we used to go to a lot of abandoned buildings um, where it's all dark. We went to like a mental institute thinking we're going to see something here didn't see fuck all the only thing that scared us was sort of scaring ourselves with like yeah, the yeah, adrenaline yeah. you build up 
And I feel like buildings have energy as well. Not a ghost per se, not a spirit you can see, but just an energy, a vibe, you know? Yeah, you like, get that a lot when you're driving around and you go, oh, that house is haunted. And yeah. when you get, you get a lot of places where you drive down and then they say, oh, that's haunted, that is there. And like one of them, for example, Bluebell Hill. Yeah. Um, that is, there's meant to be the story of, what is it, the Bluebell ghost that she died there many, many moons back. And now if you're driving alone there at night, she will pull you over as a hitchhiker. Yeah. You bring her in your car, drive her like home, and then suddenly she just disappears from the seat. Shit like that. It's weird stories yeah, yeah. that give you a sort of creepy vibe. But the other thing with this, Pluckley is meant to be one of the most haunted like woods and villages in England. I camped there for about four nights and didn't see fuck all. Um, but the, the other thing is, like a lot of paranormal experts, should we say, say if you're looking too hard to find it, you won't see it. There's, there's certain things that have to be met for you to be able to see the parallel universe or, or the spirit world, if you like. Is there like fairies that you've got to believe in them or they die? <laughs> yeah, potentially. Um, I was going to say, what's your thought? You touched on it earlier, but what's your thoughts on like mediums, people who can potentially bridge the gap, speak to the... I think oh, yeah. they're... So touchy, that one. I think, it? personally, being quite spiritual myself, I do think mediums are a hoax and i also take the pepsi challenge for a medium to come on our podcast and tell us some shit about yeah. ourselves. i was gonna say i've believe. never had one but when you see it like, i'm getting i'm getting a john does anyone have a john here or is it is it a james hmm. like, you know, it's i was so broad that, that someone's gonna definitely relate to what they're saying i like the idea of them being real i, I, I guess yeah, i like the yeah. idea of them being real but i don't like a how much money they charge and if they're doing this to help people and cross the afterlife over with our life, why are they charging so much? They're breaking people's hearts when they do these readings. You know, like... It's the world we're living in, though, isn't it? Anything to make a buck. The mm. issue is I've also seen videos of people who are not mediums mm. and they do the readings and it all goes to plan because they can read people. Oh, OK. So I'm pretty sure it was Darren Brown did it before. So he went in and was like, yeah, I'm a medium. And he read and he did all the, the sort of bits which normal mediums did. And that was like, yeah, 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 I know this person. And he went through the whole sort of stories upon stories just because he can read people yeah. and kind of know what they they want you to say. Have you ever read one? No, I've never had no. one. Anyone close to you? No. Nice. Mm. No, I don't know anyone. So I think that we do you should... know uh, a John? I do. <laughs> I'm getting a, a John. He's... Trying to pass a message on. A John. Did you lose a John? Did you ever have a pet? Did you? Have you ever driven a car? <laughs> well, we saw that story about um, a very famous medium who I think has passed away recently or a few years back called Derek Should have Acora. seen that coming. Who? <laughs> <laughs> called Derek Acora. He was like one of the most famous ninjas. Oh, don't. I used to watch him with like my granddad. He used to do that most haunted show, didn't he? But and they done like 280 episodes and never found anything on camera. The most haunted crew actually proved him to be fake. Woo! Oh shit. So essentially they they got a skeptic in who didn't believe in ghosts at all and they kind of set him up, I guess, in a sense. So they mentioned a certain name to him. I can't remember what name it was, but just for instance, they they mentioned Oh yeah, Keith died here. Or they would like whisper it between themselves, and then they left Keith on a bit of paper. And then Derek Acora walks in, and he goes, "I'm, I'm sensing there's a Keith here." <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, "Yeah, you're making it up, man." Yeah. Imagine so. if that that was a coincidence and actually fucking was a Keith. I think they used a very obscure name. It wasn't yeah, Keith. I wasn't Keith. And Keith's just fucking sitting in the, as a ghost, like you cunts, mate. This is the one chance I get to actually speak my message, and you're fucking me up. <laughs> and that's when he turns into a fucking spirit They're evil spirit is that possessions as well do you believe that shit um possessions I kind of do because it's not a ghost per se it's an energy and you've got a bad energy and it's fucked with your mind so much that it's got hold of you and I also I believe in good natured people and some of the things people can do in this world is almost unexplainable under like a humane brain I guess I, I don't elaborate know. a little bit um, you know some of the serial killers and oh, and, and yeah. the shit that goes on and to children and it's it's so evil. You think they must have been possessed or had some sort of energy inside them 
like that's that's just not got can't, you, can't that just be just a, a chemical imbalance though it could be a chemical imbalance and yes. mental health it, it, yeah that could be the answer for so it. i think a lot of the times in the past um people would say they've been like possessed and whatnot and i think now they've kind of linked a lot of them to mental health issues because obviously in the past they wouldn't know about that no, but yeah. also what i will say with that is whilst that could be 100 percent accurate mental health especially right now is a really good scapegoat to blame for that. Oh, he was possessed. Oh, it was the devil. It was Satan. It was a bad energy. And now, no, your dad wasn't possessed. He, he just had really bad mental health issues. And everyone would accept that because they'd rather accept that than accepting the fact that something took control of their body. Because we're rational yeah, and we yeah. believe in science and that's, you know, that's the sort of things we do. We as humans always have to have an explanation and proof for nearly everything. Yeah, well, we're also the only animals that can question our own existence. True. Potentially. Almost brings me on to another, another topic. Because we're the only ones that really are aware that we're alive and actually can question why are we alive. You say that, but then last week we had that killer whale who killed itself, didn't we? That's so true. Are uh, we the only animal? Uh, but he might not be questioning it. He might just like... Mm, that's a tough one, actually. Because yeah, we can't speak their language. He's not just going to start killing himself, is he? Just because he's... No. But you might not be questioning why are we here, and she always says enough. Are we all right for? Because this brings me really good on to my other topic. Are we all right for a little topic change with this on this note? Yeah, if you want, yeah, you can always come back, can't we? Killer whales. I had we had a suggestion from one of our listeners to watch Blackfish. Right. So I've gone away and I've watched Blackfish. Oh, have you watched it? Yeah. Oh. Fucking hell. I told you guys to watch Seaspiracy and do some research. Yeah. Your next one, definitely watch Blackfish. Why can't we just watch it together? We could have watched it together, but then um, I think it's also interesting where I can catch you boys on the back leg and bring stuff up and then get your authentic reply without us all watching it together, feeling the same emotive to it. Okay. Fair enough. I dig that. So, SeaWorld. It's based on SeaWorld, right? And uh, Killer Whales, they're rather incredible. They, they can talk and communicate, right, with each other. Um, scientists would like to say they can't, but they, they pretty much can. How do you know that? No, because, scientists believe that they talk. Because they, well... They talk lot, through... They like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they talk through sonar, don't they? Yeah. Can you find my son? Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> It took, him a, it took him a while to fucking clock on. <laughs> Cracking documentary, Finding Dory. Yeah, you know. So they was originally hunted and fished for in the wild, right? And they would try and hide their women and calves. So the, the women and the calf killer whales, they would separate all the men and the women and calves, the killer whales. They'd talk among themselves to do that so the women and the calves didn't get captured. Right. I think that's pretty amazing. That pretty amazing. So how can a species, if they can't talk and can't communicate, how would they know to do shit like that? I guess you know? so. You've got to think about it. Like the fish world has been around for a lot longer than animals have been around actually living above land. So they've had a lot longer to be able to evolve and develop. So. Mm. But didn't killer whales like start off on land and then they went back in? Isn't that the idea for evolution? Because obviously they're mammals. Mm. I don't know. So I, I'm pretty sure for evolution, the idea is that they went on land and then they went back. I'm not too sure. That's, that's your homework for next week there. Mm. Um, anyway, a specific whale that they had, I believe he died in 2016. Tilly cum. Cool. <laughs> Essentially. Tilly cums. Till I come. Right, don't laugh at Tilly cum. He's a boy. Did he die? Yeah. Oh, 2016. He spent 33 years of his life in captivity. He was captured when he was two, all right? And then he died. Okay. Okay, at 35. Now, in the wild, males live for 50 to 60 years. In captivity, their lifespan is 30 to 35. Wow. So how can we say captivity is safe and do this and keep them like... It's so inhumane. I'll tell you one thing. It's insane. Money. Exactly. Well, have you seen the size... Of the pools they're kept in, they're they're tiny. They're tiny. These these creatures, these animals, they're they're used to swimming like a hundred miles a day, if not more. And then they're kept in a pool that they could maybe do three circles in. Oh yeah, that's true. The other thing is they're ripped apart from their family and their pack. Now killer whales, they're pack animals. They like to stay with their mum and dad, and they stay together, and 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 that's how they roll. When they're taken into captivity, 
It's Tillycom. He got separated from all from all of his family. It's called him T. T got separated from all of his family, put him with two females. That every time they would put him in the bit to sleep at night, they would rake the shit and beat him up because they was jealous of him because he was like the main the main fish. He was the, he was the biggest whale in captivity, so he oh. got bullied. Fucking hell. Um, they are incredibly intelligent animals, aren't they? Now. T caused three human deaths oh, really? to trainers. He killed three trainers in SeaWorld and Sea Life, right? The first two, the company like completely fucking covered up and then they sold him. Now the people they sold him to, Sea Life or SeaWorld, one of them that they sold him to, didn't know about the first two deaths, apparently, right? And then he went and done a third one, a third trainer. So every time this happened, the, the company, SeaWorld and Sea Life, would blame it on like the trainer. Oh, they done it at the wrong timing. Oh, the, the lady, she had a ponytail that was too long. If she had it up in a bun, it wouldn't have happened. Oh, right. Silly shit like that. Rather than taking credit for, actually, this animal is unhappy. We've kept it in captivity. 30. We feed it fucking tiny amounts of fish to make it do tricks in front of people that's got to be distress, distressing in a fucking tank that's too small. You know, um, in the wild, isn't there like no cases of a killer whale actually attacking a human? Killer whales don't hurt humans. In the wild, a killer whale will not hurt a human. It, mm. it doesn't happen. The only reason they hurt us because they're in captivity, and it's also worth mentioning. Well, yeah, that's what any animal. You back a dog into a corner, it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. shell. It could be the nicest mm. dog in the world. But the cr the craziest thing is the 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 people that T um, unfortunately killed. He got on with. They was really friendly. They was kissing, cuddling. They they trained him for years. Something snapped. Depression. Depression in a whale mm. from us causing captivity. Shit. So you say we're the only ones. Yeah, but that's, that can... that's inhumane itself by just the sheer amount of years that he was kept. He was like prison, imprisonated. Yeah. If they like made him, had him for a year, and then set him back in the wild or something, just you know, educate or to show the world, you don't need to keep it for that long. It's wrong. That it's so wrong. fucking wrong. And the other the. So they, I think in 2016, after all the press and media and, and Blackfish, I think the actual documentary, when you boys watch it, helped a lot, I think, to bring in people's attention to what was going on. Um, in 2016, they stopped breeding all killer whales in these places. Because with T, actually, and he's, bearing in mind, killed three humans, his sperm went and made, they extracted his sperm, Another 30 whales. Oh. And then they might all have that depression, that gene, that whatever in them to flip out the same. Yeah. But anyway, they're not allowed to breed from 2016. And then in 2019, they released most of the remaining whales back to the wild. I think across all of America now, there's 18 left in captivity, which are going to live out there until their dying days, basically. They're not releasing them into the wild. And, and that's it. How much do you believe they, they actually let them back into the world, though? I don't know, man. Considering the, after we're to see Spiracy... The, the issue with... They're not allowed to fish them anymore, either, or buy, buy them wild fish like they did before. The issue with releasing something like that, like, will they know how to hunt? Yeah, And survive. True. Like, killer whales are obviously... They're whale killers. Like, are they... They train from such a young age to be able to do what they do to kill whales. Yeah, but like, then you're going to, in that sense though, you're going to be like half a, do half a dozen one and half a dozen in the other. If you don't release it, he's going to be stressed and depressed. If you don't, if you do release it, then... <clears throat> well, the, the, I think the only humane thing they could do if they've got 18 left or whatever is get them a bigger fucking pool somewhere that they can be almost in their natural habitat and just observed and helped out a little bit yeah. until their dying days. That's it. Because I've got to agree, releasing them, if they've been in there, like a lot of them have for 20 odd years... They're not going to survive. Like We've ruined intra their Intratutionalised for a fucking whale, really, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Um, no, it is, yeah. It's just crazy. And it's... So they... they I think in 2009, they had to stop catching and buying wild killer whales. So they signed a treaty to say, we'll no longer catch and bring in new wild ones. Which is why they started breeding them so heavy. You know, it's always mm. a little fucking... But I thought once they they were selling them. 
Was what? that was that a different animal? I can't remember what ones they were selling. That was dolphins. That was dolphins. Oh. 100 gram. And this is the gram. ridiculous thing. What's next? It's, oh, yeah, we've got some over killer whales. Now let's have dolphins. Yeah, we're going to do a podcast over dolphins. when a let's, dolphin starts killing people. Yeah, let, let's do manta rays. Let's do, it's what was that South Park episode where the dolphins got weevil and they come onto the land? That was a good episode. Yeah, that's going to be next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they stopped catching wild and being able to buy wild, mm. right? Because of the st- stress and damage to the sea and all the other sea life when doing this, right? There's one occasion it shows you in the program where when they was catching the young calves, because they only take them young, they don't take the older ones that have been in the world. When they was catching young calves, they accidentally killed three other whales. Now, rather than accidentally. deal yeah. with this properly, they gut all three of the whales open, filled them with rocks and let them sink to the bottom of the ocean. How fucked up what? is that? To cover it up. No oh. whales died. They're at the bottom of the ocean. How like, do you accidentally kill three massive it's, whales? It's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, that's not weird. Well, they're not small, are they? No. Oops. Sorry, mate. Ran you over with my boat. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber dinghy. Uh, Fuck me. Shit. Shit. Yeah. It's, it's mad. And I, I think it... It goes well with what we were talking to Jordan about in not the last one, the one before, or was it the last one, the aquatic one? It was last, it was one, last yeah. one, The yeah. last one, and obviously, do you think captivity is right? And I do think it, without sounding like a hypocrite, it depends, to me anyway, on the animal. For dogs, you can give them lovely homes, they're used to that life, that, that is what a dog does, you know, providing you're a good owner and nurture, yeah. it's not a problem. Same with cats, and you let them out and wild and stuff like that. There are certain animals out there that just need to live wild and free. But yeah, us as humans try and control everything. I think a lot of it does happen to do with the intelligence of the animal. Yeah. Because of how intelligence killer whales are. It's the same as um, chimpanzees, isn't it? Yeah. In captivity. The amount of them in America where they just suddenly flip one day. Yeah. And they they're, attack they're their, their owner. They? Yeah. It just It's crazy the amount of things we do. Like, even our, our local sort of zoo has got penguins in it. And we are so far from like a climate away from where we can keep penguins. It's insane. You don't really think of it because then you go like Wingham and oh fuck yeah, look at the penguins. You don't even think about it, do you? Really? Yeah, you think mm-hmm. oh this is sick. But then when you think this ain't their natural habitat, yeah. they're in a tiny. It, just for our entertainment. Just seeing, reading, and hearing shit like this, it does make you really sort of pause and think. Fuck me, like yeah. we as humans do some weird shit. Yeah. And most of it boils down to what we manufactured, and that's money. Oh, of course, that's, that's anything matters. And this is why I think it's the most fucked up thing that we, every person on this planet, well, most people on this planet, unless, you know, there's some countries where they don't obviously get money, but we are so driven and grown up from a baby to actually, we have to go out there and earn this man-made fucking substance, this object, this bit of paper, that's a promise to gold, which now is just a digital currency on the fucking bank account. Which is just a number. We work so hard. The amount of hours we spend of our time, which is really, I guess, a currency. We spend all this time just to earn something that we made ourselves. And I don't know other animal does that. Mm. I just I think that's quite the most fucked up thing. We have to so go through all of our lives to work for this fucking other people to make money. I don't, I don't get it. And I think the thing going with that, we spoke about it last week, didn't we? Yeah. How america it was the the example was america would rather protect capitalism in their country to do with fishing than solve world hunger no yeah exactly it's ridiculous well they spent 35 billion on saving the fishing market 30 billion could save world hunger yeah it's mad don't care do they line in the pockets (coughs) materialistic items it always boils down to doesn't it question on this subject yeah if you was in charge, how would you do it differently? If you were saying we're chasing this, because I, I partially agree, we are chasing something absolutely materialistic and we go to crazy extremes to do it. Yeah. Obviously, I'm against the extremes, but there is a scenario where I guess it is needed in, what would you say, a civilization. Well, I get, you know, in the way our civilization has gone, it's gone too far, I guess. Too far. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think in the top of my head now. How would you even go about this? Because the way that the way, even the generation that's just just under us, is quicker. Yeah. It thinks it's accelerated. They need the next thing. Need the, and it's happened more since than we was kids. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Is it going to get to the point where it's going to be so quick that eventually, that part's gone. It's going to start again. Because I think with, with all what you've said, I'd be against communism. 
obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sort of saying, oh, we're chasing this, chase, could be viewed as communist. But I think what you're delving in on is the extremities of it, like the... The, the extremes. The extremes of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a quote a few years back. I wish I had internet so I could find it properly. It went along the lines of, you don't earn a billion, you take a billion. Yeah. So no one in their right mind could sit there and say that they've earned a billion pounds or a billion dollars in their lifetime. They have taken it. They've taken it away from somewhere else. They've got people under them earning minimum wage, barely being able to survive. That's a good quote. Yeah, that's, that's so good quote, right? does that person actually need a billion? Yeah. They're sitting there with a mansion, whatever they have, and then they've got employees working for them who could barely feed their families. You're, yeah. you're right. A lot of the top earners in the world... They could not spend that money in their lifetime if they wanted to. No, I know that's exactly, and we can't even help it because we're going to contribute to ourselves. We're the ones that are going to look out there for a better paying job. We're going to look out there to obviously earn more, and if not, but we can't. It's, it's, we're just we're forced to in a way. We're we're sort of on the hamster wheel, if you like, me- metaphorically on the hamster. Yeah, wheel you can't. You work. might want to say, yeah, I want to get off this hamster wheel because I don't believe in it. But if you get off it, what you're just going to be unemployed and have nothing. I, f- I think there's a good ambition to strive and work hard and work for more money and sort of chase that money to achieve what you want outside of that. But I think there's a point of diminishing returns where you're selling your soul for money. You know, investing in these killer whales, knowing what you're doing to them, you've sold your soul for that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the the I, I don't I guess really it's like the selfish acts. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's easy for me to say because I'm far off of a billionaire, but I think I'd feel guilty mm-hmm. if I earn a billion or if I had a billion pound in the bank. Yeah. I just feel guilty that there's so many people out there struggling. Maybe we shouldn't make him a partner on Round Eight Monday. <laughs> has, he, has he seen our checking account? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Minus a billion. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the sickening thing of it is. We could rant and rave about this for ages, but you've got doctors, the NHS staff, police officers, civil servants being paid a fucking pittance for what they do. And then you've got people out there with money like that, you know? Well, yeah, the doctors, they study for so long, and then Mm. someone can just come out of school and get a higher paying job than that when they might actually have to ever do anything to get that. Yeah. And someone's actually trained all their time to do that, you know, but... Yeah... Is that yeah, we can talk about it, we complain about it, we're not going to be able to change it, are we? No, but it's... Um... And the only time we would fully know what we do is if we was in that scenario. Oh, yeah. I guess it's good to stay woke. <laughs> be aware. Be aware. Yeah. But did you say we was going to go back to um, Greece? Uh, only if Jordan had more to input on the Greek gods. Oh, we can go into Greek. I mean, he didn't really talk about the ancient aliens. Yeah, I was looking forward to that. What would you rather discuss, the ancient aliens or Greeks? Well, Greek, we can do like a 20-second rundown. So I'll say go and you tell us as much as you can about the Greek gods. Ready? Well, I'll... I'll go! <laughs> I was going to mention... Like, There's 12 of them. Quick, you're not quick enough. Go! <laughs> Where we mentioned Zeus. about um, like the evils in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously this is going back quite a bit. Six seconds. <laughs> um, but obviously everyone's heard of Pandora's box. And that was through people's greed, I suppose. It was her greed to open that box. So they're kind of blaming the gods and themselves at the same time that someone wanted to open this box just to see what it was. Mm. And then they let Curiosity is a killer. Yeah, curiosity killed the cat. Like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yeah. Um, So the idea was she opened the box, evil come out, everything else, and then she shut it quickly... But before she shut it, hope couldn't escape. So that's why there's so much evil in the world, and that's their explanation of it. And this is what uh, the Greek explanation. Right? That's one of the Greek explanations. Oh, okay, crazy. Who has access to the box? Well, I don't know anymore. That's a good point. Let's dig this box up and let's let hope out. Yeah. Let's hope out. Because it's been a damn hard year. It's like year. on Shang-Chi where they try. He keeps knocking that thing and ah, that thing comes out. Spoiler you never know. Hope. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> but, Great film, one. though. Yeah, everyone's seen it by now. Come on. It's a good film. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, sorry, Jordan. Carry on. But, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's the idea of it. And, obviously, they had the multiple gods to explain most things, Multiple. Really. Pop quiz. Can you name all 12? 
Probably not. Ah. Do you know when you were talking about Greek gods? Hmm. Gogs. Does that link with the uh, Egypt, Egyptian gods as well? A are lot of similar? them are very similar, yeah. yeah. And the Romans, and even going to like Norse, I think. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so when did it change for them? Instead of having a god for so many different specifics and them being cunts, where did it change? Is that just a different religion? I think they just got like converted, maybe even to mm. like. So obviously Italy is now very Catholic, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's where the Vatican is, and stuff like that. But yeah, a lot of them shared very similar gods. Um, and obviously they all named the days of the week and stuff like that after them. Oh okay. So yeah. Oh shit. I've never heard of Zeus Day. <laughs> Maybe not Zeus Day, but... <laughs> Achilles Day. <laughs> Never heard of Achilles like, Day. Like, Tuesday was Thor's Day. Oh, okay. No, Thursday was Thor's Day. Or, for, or Thursday. I have one. Yeah, who gives a tea? And then Wednesday was, like, Woden Day, and that was another name for Odin and stuff like that. Woden Are you sure? Day. Should I fact-check that? <laughs> you can fact-check it if you want. No, no, it's sick, fair enough, interesting. Yeah. Ancient. Aliens. Ancient Aliens. That was a TV show I watched. I know pretty much nothing about this. No. I wouldn't say I'm an expert in Can it. Before we go on, as we come on to Aliens, I've got a really cool fucking theory that I thought of the other day. Sure. Right. We always think of aliens landing on this planet. Yeah, yeah. And we always think they're going to be the same size of us or anything like that. But what about if an alien lands and it's the size of that? Like a little finger size. Or yeah. smaller than a little finger. Because then wouldn't that change everything? Because one, we wouldn't even know if aliens have landed. Two, if they did do that, wouldn't that change everything? Like, if you're travelling that far distance, that like speed of light, and if you're like, because you're that small, the mass of your size of you, it wouldn't be as altered as much. Slowed down, yeah. Yeah, slowed down. Yeah. So aliens could actually then be but really tiny. They could even be a bit of bacteria. Yeah. Alien bacteria. Also, what's to say that aliens are going to attack us? Well, exactly. Like, every film you watch, every yeah, alien. It's always the same thing. Why does everyone want to kill us? Well, it's because we've got no way to communicate. We think like, they're all so naive, like we use maths or some bollocks. So we're. They, then how are we going to communicate with them? It's only a human thing where you see war, isn't it? You don't see animals. Yeah, but we know how to communicate with them. We've all seen Scary Movie 6, and you see the aliens, and you say hello by kicking them in the nose. Oh, yeah, they put the finger in the mouth. you say goodbye, yeah, by putting the finger in the mouth. Yeah, that's we, it. You know, we know... Where do you pee? My fingers. <laughs> basic communication. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, carry on, John. Ancient aliens. Ancient... <laughs> <laughs> Ancient Aliens, yeah, it was a TV show I saw okay. years back, and it was just essentially, I think it was on the Discovery Channel, and it was just people trying to explain how civilizations of the past could have got advanced technologies. Was this about them building the pyramids? Yeah, a, a lot of it was about building pyramids. So I didn't know much about it, but I'm pretty sure I heard something about the aliens building the pyramids. Yeah, because obviously... And the... I think Alien vs. Predator sort of built on that as well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> it did a bit. Because obviously Alien vs. Predator, if anyone's seen it, they have a pyramid under Antarctica, I think it is. Correct. Um, but yeah, the, the, obviously the argument was how did these ancient races move such huge objects. I mean, I, I think that science has proved that they could. Uh, no, I think it was the killer whales that were actually land mammals at that time. Probably was. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the before and after the pyramids as well? If you look at them, what they used to actually yeah. look like. That's oh, what, mad. with the McDonald's there now and shit? No. <laughs> well, they actually look like physically. Like the Pyramid of Giza no. was white, wasn't it? I'm yeah, and they had, sure. like, you could see like the proper actual lines for it. And yeah, shit. and what they were like, smooth, mm. whereas now, obviously, that's all worn away. Yeah, like what one was it? Range. Pyramid of Giza? Oh, that one was made for me. <laughs> yeah, the Giza, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got your book on my phone, actually. Oh, here we go. I think, I, did I show you it? I saw it the other day in the shop. No. Hey, fuck you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the book is called Chavs. The uh, new edition. The new testimony for you. <laughs> Te testimony? Oh, you have to just mimic my words or change your words because you can't think of a reply. No, literally. Testimony, Chavs. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. He's acting like a right jumped up chap. Fuck <laughs> me. Do you know anything about the skulls, Jordan? I know I'm going to bash your fucking skull. I don't know too much. I've seen the Indian... Oh! I know. What? Paul Skulls. Yeah, that one. <laughs> you could have went with a joke there, but you didn't. I've seen... Um... You went, who, who, Paul? I'd be like, what? <laughs> you would have got me on that one. But no, you didn't. For the second time. For the second time, yeah. 
Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, yeah, which I that's... guess is the ancient aliens scenario again. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really manage to get to able to look at it much, but all I do know is that they do say it could like be read, read, read in the future. Like it could have something to actually do in the future if we could actually look into it more. Like they say, if we gave uh, a species a, a VHS or something or a CD, they'd just look at it and be like, okay, cool, this is from them. They wouldn't actually be able to play it or anything like that. We haven't got the technology to play it. And there's like so many of these skulls that are apparently hidden around the planet. Yeah, but yeah. I was wondering if you knew anything about that. No, I've not really not really heard too much into that. The, the program more delved into how they would get the technology, I guess, that they Okay, had. so elaborate. How did they? Well, did they just explain that it was essentially aliens and they they try to link like the, the ancient like hieroglyphics and their languages because obviously a lot of them depicted through pictures. They try to link them to aliens oh, okay. and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not too sure. It's it's funny as well because cats, cats have always been described as looking fairly well, having a lot of similarities to an alien. When you actually look at a cat, especially one like that's that's quite shaved, look at their eyes and the size of their eyes and the way they are. You say quite and, shaved. <laughs> When you look at a cat, and to depict this, you don't want to be looking at like a big fluffy end, do you? No. You want to be looking at, you know, not a not a bald cat, but you know, just yeah, a, a trimmed a, cat, a nice trimmed cat, a nice trimmed pussy. Trimmed pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but look at the eyes and the ears and the way the eyes look round, and then you've got to think back as well. Who did the Egyptians worship? Yeah, they did have a lot of cats, didn't they? Maybe they, they worshipped the cats. Hmm. I don't think it was a house cat. But they also worshipped crocodiles. And they're fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. They weren't wrong. You yeah, but they didn't take all your shit out and put you in some little tube, tomb. What? Put you in a tomb. <laughs> Mummify you. Why didn't the mummy have any friends? Why? Because he was too wrapped up in himself. Wap, wap, wap. Ah, shit. On, on that dad joke, that um, pretty much brings us... Concluding. Yeah, I've got another one for you. Go on then. Yeah? Yeah. What do you call a mummy covered in chocolate and nuts? Daddy surprise? A Pharaoh Rocher. (laughs) 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 All right, boys, let's wrap this up. Um, Quote from the Buddha. The mind is everything. What you think, you become. Mm. I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Grant. I've been Jacob. And I've been Jordan. Yes, he has. Good night. Bye-bye.